You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. What we're also talking about today is my concerns around people living with disability. And I'll tell you why I'm concerned. I don't think that it's because of lack of trying. I don't think it's because there hasn't been the right intentions. I think it's because there's just been so much silence. Advocate Malachi, who is the commissioner responsible for the rights of persons with disability and older persons at the South African Human Rights Commission, he joins us now on the line, and I really want to thank you for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon, Advocate. Uh, Good afternoon, and good afternoon to your listeners. So in terms of what we know, um, in the discussions that are happening behind closed doors and discussions that are happening um, that I think are happening overnight sometimes um, with that very important uh, COVID-19 council, what do we know are the plans for people living with disability? I want us to fragment it because I think it's so wide. Let's start with the, the school-going children who grade 7s and 12s are meant to go back now on the 1st of June. What, have we, what do we know so far about what provision we've made for them? had as a human rights commission from uh, government and in particular from the Department of Education that uh, you know the schools will be reopening on the 1st of June and that uh, <clears throat> they put up measures to see to it that uh, uh, these children will continue with their education in a safe and in a, a very uh, conducive uh, environment at the school. Yes. But, uh, you know, we haven't had much about the readiness of the department, you know, in, in as far as, uh, you know, how children with disabilities in special schools what is going to be done. And uh, this is a, a big worry to us as the Human Rights Commission. Is it, is it only because of COVID-19? Because the worry for me is, is far greater than that in the sense that you do have pockets of excellence, specifically with, uh, I know in Gauteng, particularly in the specific district of Johannesburg, pockets of excellence where schools of children living um, with special needs have done really, really well. I know that um, has happened. But then there, there are other schools. So these are just pockets. But then there are other schools who, COVID or no COVID in any way, are neglected. And isn't that where the concern is? Well, I would say, you know, if you could uh, uh, look at some of uh, the previous reports yes. that we have released as the Human Rights Commission and from our office, uh, you'll see that uh, there were great concerns that we had about, uh, you know, schools of children with, uh, 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 with, with special schools. Yes. And... Uh, I think uh, this outcry has not only been from the mm. Human Rights Commission, you know, via various civil society organizations that had very great concerns about uh, 
know, skilled and uh, supportive staff at these schools. And, uh, you know, in some of the schools that I personally visited, special schools that I visited, you know, great concern about, uh, you know, water, Mm. the supply of water at these schools. And, uh, you know, but most worrying is the question of, uh, you know, uh, the sufficiency of uh, learning material, Mm. You know, support staff, mm. you know, you are psychologists at mm. these schools, you are social workers, you know, you are nurses, which are a very important part of, uh, you know, schools, special schools. So help me understand, because you're, you're, you're an advocacy organization. And and that obviously oftentimes means that I think of you when I've, I'm at, at, at my at my wit's end. You know, that's how the community thinks of, of coming. When By the time we come to you, we're so desperate. We are pleading for help, right? Um, is, is your, at the moment, your engagement with the necessary government different, I mean, I know that there are different now councils and there's sort of groups, people who are discussing COVID and so on. Is your your engagement with them right now one of consultation or are you sort of looking from the outside in at the moment? Look, uh, I think uh, we are coming from this angle that uh, look, uh, uh, we're not just only looking from, from you know, every situation from outside. Mm-hmm. We are constantly uh, engaging with the department, you know, with the authorities and uh, with civil society, you know, regarding, you know, uh, the plight and some of you know, the gaps that uh, we identify in schools. We that really uh, <clears throat> are engaging, mm. uh, uh, you know, the, the, the authorities. So has has the type of engagement changed? And, and I ask that specifically because there is this impression that at the moment, um, discussions are different to discussions before COVID-19. Receptiveness of conversations and differences is different. And yet you still have other quarters who say, no, no, no. No, we, 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 we just we were not consulted. We Nobody has spoken to us. They spoke to us at some level, but nobody talked to us. And you, you're hearing that now, starting to hear that with teachers and so on. What, at what level are you part of the conversation now? You mean in respect of uh, well, because because there is a sense that government, in a, an interesting way, is responding to legacy issues via COVID nineteen, if that makes any sense. So COVID nineteen has become the thing to hold on to to deal with legacy issues. It's okay; I don't mind that if it means that that gets water in the school. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, because of that kind of acknowledgement that we need to act now. Government is acting quite quickly. They seem to be moving very quickly on issues. At this current moment, is your engagement with them different to before COVID-19? Are you being consulted more? Well, uh, look, uh, 
what we have done, you know, uh, we, we are not uh, uh, always uh, reactive, but yes. uh, at times we are proactive. Yes. Uh, for instance, you know, immediately we saw uh, the regulations mm-hmm. that were part and uh, issued in terms of, uh, you know, this situation, the COVID uh, situation. Mm. We have made our input and recommendations okay. to the NCC mm-hmm. uh, with regard to certain concerns, real concerns yeah. that uh, we had regarding the measures, you know, the interventions mm. uh, that government was going to make and the regulation mm-hmm. itself. So we were in that respect, you know, re- uh, proactive. Mm. We didn't wait for uh, yes. government or anyone to come to us, but uh, we, we look at the situation and then we act upon it. Which is interesting because what you're saying is that you've made your submissions uh, based on what you know. um, And now what I mean, yesterday, I I, I can only speak about Gauteng because we only heard Gauteng's specifics plan. So they went into the detail yesterday. Comparatively to what you've submitted, does that satisfy you? Look, we made our recommendation and then uh, government has in turn you know, made some undertakings that they were going that they were going to do this and this. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the other and the great part of our work mm. as a human rights commission and in particular my office with regard to special schools yes. is to monitor, monitor. to go yeah. and monitor. Yeah. Is government doing that which mm-hmm. it has undertook to do? And secondly does that which government do mm-hmm. really uh, have uh, impact? <laughs> have impact on children with disabilities. So then me, let me ask and you this. Because we now know we've got a set date, we now know their plans. And I said, unfortunately, we can only, I can only refer to Gauteng because they gave the specific plan. As a body that also monitors, and because we've got such a short time to the first are you, is there cause? Is there cause for concern? Yes, uh, it's a it's a great uh, concern to us mm. in that uh, you know we're not very sure we're not very sure of whether those plans that were out you know whether they were, they are going to be implemented fully. Mm. You answer our question. I don't know if you answer my question because it's a timing thing, isn't it? Yes. It, it's it's a timing thing, and and I'm relying. Be I'm relying, and we had this conversation yesterday. It's a difficult one because when you when you approach a situation from a place and a, a place of a certain level of you know skepticism, you the answer becomes what you've just given me (laughs) because in your response your tone is not saying to me absolutely i know for sure they will deliver and that that is informed obviously by your experience with them before right yes so 
I don't know if you've answered my question. I can only read what you're saying by the tone which you're using. And that tone tells me there is, you've got, you, there's, you know, you, you are cautious in your optimism. Correct? Yes. You know, you know the thing is, look, uh, you know, uh, as you know, mm-hmm. you know, making a policy and in implementing yeah. the policy are two Did different you. things, mm-hmm. you know. So we, from our side, you know, we appreciate all the policies and, you know, plans that government is having. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we still have got, you know, to go and monitor I and see whether those plans are being... Then let me ask you a, diff- a more difficult question. And it's, it's going to be a quick one because, you know, all of us here, are, it's all new for all of us. In the tone, because we, we've now gone to that point where we're just reading tone here. In the tone and in the intentionality, are you at least optimistic about that, that you're hearing from government? Yeah, uh, well, I've got to be very honest here. Yeah. I know government has got all the best intentions, mm. all the best intentions, mm. you know, of, you know, protecting lives and seem to eat uh, that, you know, of upholding, you know, the rights of its citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the intentions are very, very good, and then we, we applaud that. Mm. But as I say, you know, always... Uh, Delivery is, uh, is a different story. And see and monitor the actual implementation of those good intentions and actions that have been taken. Advocate Bukan Katla Malachi, thank you so much for taking the time. A difficult conversation. You can see the diplomacy there. He's a commissioner responsible for the rights of persons with disability and older persons at the South African Human Rights Commission. And I understand that, actually, because it's almost like asking somebody um, to make a pronouncement that something that hasn't happened yet. But they're basing all of that on past experience. But the difficulty with this situation is that we haven't had a pandemic before like this. And so this is interesting. And we'll, I suppose time will tell, won't it? It's two o'clock. Let's go to Utsi Saku for the very latest in SABC News.